0: old person and you can call me norm
1: and i am a k-pop fan and you can call me ari
0: and this is k-pop for old people mm-hmm. the podcast where we talk about k-pop today we may be joined again by our friend gracie yeah so if you hear some meows it's not me or ari no okay so what k-pop artists are we going to talk about today
1: 50 50
0: 50 50 mm-hmm Okay, I think last time you said I should know at least one of their songs already. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Gracie, do you know any 50-50 songs? We'll see if I know any of them or not. But before we get to 50-50, what else is going on?
1: Uh, not much, really.
0: Yeah, I'm having a good fall. Yeah. Gracie's having a good fall. I like fall. Yeah. Not too much else to talk about, I guess, though. But one thing we definitely need to talk about Mm. is some Ive songs that I listened to. Yeah. Because last time we talked about Ive, so I listened to a bunch of songs. Yeah. Generally about Ive, I guess, my my overall reaction is, like, they're fine. They're okay. Like, I liked some of the songs okay. Like, things about them. None of them really necessarily knocked my socks off. But um, you did mention how they're kind of... I don't remember the words you used, but like their concept is sort of high class, yeah, fancy, and I've noticed among i guess k pop artists, but I think musicians generally, a lot of times in pop music, the high class like I'm fancy, I'm successful, I'm like
1: elegant,
0: yeah, look at how amazing I am, like I mean that's a pretty common approach to pop music because like if you want everybody to like you you have to act like you're really likable but um for me i like a little bit more vulnerability
1: what you just described sounds more like self-centeredness than like elegant and stuff like that and royalty
0: well i think that there's a little bit of that sometimes it can go over into arrogance but it kind of depends on the uh message that you're trying to send, right? Like I'm thinking from a, like a hip hop context where like, there's a lot of hip hop that's boastful and it's about like how great I am or like how rich I am or how successful I am. But then there's also a lot of hip hop that's about um, how tough it is out here on the streets and like how hard it is to uh, live in a ghetto or whatever like that. Both of those are equally valid things to talk about but they have just like, you know, a different vibe. That's all I'm saying. But Mm -hmm. anyway, let's talk about Ive songs more specifically. So the first one that I listened to was Batty. I like that one okay. That one, speaking of hip hop, did have kind of a hip hop vibe to it, I think. There was Mm -hmm. quite a bit of rapping and it It had a nice beat. There was some stuff later in the uh, song that I liked uh, because like the song itself seemed to have... It seemed to be mostly in a minor key, but then they did some harmonizing in some of the later choruses where they uh, were harmonizing in major chords, and uh, I thought that was interesting. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: As far as the video for Baddie goes, uh, I guess a baddie, as defined by the video, is a cat person, a person who is also a cat? I guess. I don't know exactly how they got that, but there were definitely kitty cats in the video, and mm. I'm always in favor yeah. of kitty cats in videos. So
1: I've heard of like people who like identify or something as like, an animal, and it's called like, a therian, I believe. Hmm. That's I don't know. Term. I've ever heard that before. But I've never heard anybody call themselves a baddie in that sense, I guess.
0: No, and it seemed like the kitty cats that were in the video were mostly black cats, and I think again they were going for sort of a witchy vibe. Yeah. Which is something that seems to happen occasionally in K pop. I mean, yeah.
1: It kinda looked like they were summoning thing in that.
0: Yeah, they had like uh, a cake with a pentagram on it. Yeah. And I believe there's like a garbage can fire yeah. with everybody That's
1: what I was talking in about in a
0: circle around it. Dancing. Again. Like uh vibing on I know I've brought up the movie The Craft more than once, but like <laughs> there's a lot of people in circles around fires in that movie. Yeah. Like, attractive young girls. So, uh, that's what it always reminds me of. Mm. Uh, what else did I listen to? Love Dive. Listen to that one. I don't know that I have anything really to remark on that. It was a pretty straightforward pop tune, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: After Like. I liked that one okay. I liked it a little bit better, I think, than some of the other ones.
1: Anytime that song comes up on my playlist, it jump scares me. Oh. Because the intro.
0: One thing that I did not see coming from that song, though, is like... It has the string section from the song I Will Survive. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that as well? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that one caught me kind of off guard. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't know that I love it either. It sounds a little out of place to me just because it's so associated in my mind with I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I did like the video for that one, though. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Because it shows them in lots of scenarios where, like it looks like they're making a movie, but you're like behind the scenes of the movie. So you can see Mm. how they're making the movie. I just thought that was a fun concept for the (laughs) video. And then like it gets really bombastic at the end with like tons of fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Really over the top. That's what I'm talking about. Like when I'm referring to like, look at how successful we are. Cause like in almost every K-pop video, like it seems like they have unlimited budgets and like all the latest fashion and biggest scenes and sets and CGI stuff going on. Like they're putting a lot of money into these videos. Yeah. And so like sometimes it makes it hard for me to gauge how successful they are, like in terms of their actual popularity. Cause like there's something in my mind that wants to associate, like if you're extremely successful, that means that you're making a lot of money, which means that you can like, do all of these crazy things in videos, but it seems like because they've got these companies with all this money behind them, regardless of how successful they are, they're all kind of looking like that.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Other songs that I listen to, I listen to I Am. Mm -hmm. That one, again, has that same sort of vibe of like, look at how fancy I am. (laughs) I mean, I get that the message is one of self-confidence, but also like part of how they're displaying that is by showing themselves off as being... Fancy. Uh, And then I also gave a quick listen to Kitsch. What did you think about Kitsch, Gracie? Yeah, I don't know. The main reason that I listened to Kitsch was because you brought it up last time and Mm -hmm. talked about how it was like a song that the words had been changed to. Yeah. And so I was listening to it with that in mind, and I agreed with that. Like They plugged those words in, which are like almost the same words, but at the same time, like, doesn't make any sense at all yeah like there's no reason why the word kitsch is used at all there's nothing in the video or in the lyrics that i can tell talking about being actually kitschy yeah but if it's replacing another very similar sounding word i guess you can figure it out yeah that's my sort of general overall reaction to ive like they're decent they're good at making pop songs i guess i don't have much more to say about that yeah so, I guess we can move on to 5050. Yeah. Tell me about 5050.
1: So, 5050 um, is a girl group with four members Kina, Sena, Sio, and Aran. They debuted on November 18th, 2022, with the song Higher, and their most recent song, at least, that I have seen is Cupid, which you have definitely 100% heard at least once.
0: Okay, tell me where I would know Cupid from.
1: It went popular specifically their twin version because that's like the English version and it's only two of them singing it. And I personally think I would have liked the song better if it wasn't so overplayed. Like at one point in school, they played a kid's bop version of the twins version. And that was just like, (laughs) I couldn't handle it. (laughs) I was so angry because like, first of all, it's kid's bop. Nobody likes kid's bop.
0: (laughs) You used to like kid's bop when you were a kid. (laughs)
1: Kids pop songs aren't good.
0: No, I agree. They're not intended to be good. They're supposed to be... Kid-friendly. Kid-friendly, but... But
1: yeah, I could actually play it for you because you definitely would recognize it because it's been everywhere. Okay. Probably most likely the sped-up version, too. I honestly have no idea why it became so popular because it's just like another K-pop song.
0: Has it been used in like any high-profile ways, like in a movie or in a...
1: No, it's usually just like TikToks and YouTube shorts and stuff like that.
0: Okay. I honestly can't say that I can think of a time when I have heard it before, but that doesn't mean that I haven't, because, you know, I hear a lot of things that sometimes just wash over me. But, yeah. And that was Cupid? Yes. Okay.
1: Specifically, twin version sped up.
0: Okay, so talk to me about twin version. What does that mean exactly?
1: Well... The twin version could mean that um, I believe it's only like two of the members singing it or uh, from what it says here, it's um, the two songs are identical in some aspects, but different in others, meaning um, the twin version lacks the rap verse and the key change.
0: Oh, OK. So it's like in the same way that some songs have like a remix version that becomes yeah. like the hit single or even there's a single version that's different from the album version that yeah. becomes popular. I get it. And why the sped-up version, do you think?
1: I have no idea. Okay. But yeah, more things about Fifty Fifty themselves is um, they're under Attract Entertainment, I believe, and their fan group is called Honeys, which I don't like H-U-N-N-I-E-S, which I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. The spelling makes me think of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But I can't connect that to Fifty Fifty at all. Yeah. Do you know why they're called fifty fifty? No. Alright.
1: A little bit of like drama slash controversy or something like that with the group is they recently got into sort of like a legal battle with their company and uh three of the members, Senacio and Aran, uh have their contracts have terminated. Mm. So only the one the one member, Kina, is left in the group and I heard somewhere on like some k-pop news thing on Mm -hmm. youtube shorts that like they were going to replace the people oh oh, wow we still haven't really gotten any news on like what is actually going to happen because all we have now is that the three other members have like left and it's just her Mm. so like will the group fully disband will they replace them will it be the same without the other three members
0: that's a good question. That I mean, when you're replacing three quarters of a group, does it remain the same group? Yeah. I suppose if the one that's left is the main creative force or whatever, but I don't know. Is that is that person the leader?
1: I don't quite remember why she was the only one who stayed. I don't know if I got any information on that at all.
0: Mm, do you know why the other ones left? Was it you said some kind of a, like a contract dispute or something? I
1: yeah, think. it was like a legal thing but Hmm. i don't know
0: did they get fired
1: (laughs) i don't really think you can get fired as a k-pop idol you can get kicked out of a group
0: well i suppose if it's the company that's in charge like i don't know how that works really are they employees of a company or are they like well i feel like the the
1: employees would be like the staff and things like that
0: yeah, could be. Well, that's interesting. So this uh, group is either on the cusp of completely going away or completely transforming into something new, it sounds like. Yeah. How long ago did they debut, did you say? Uh,
1: November 18th, 2022. So yesterday was their one-year anniversary.
0: Oh, wow. And so, like, they haven't even been around that long and already they've yeah kind of exploded.
1: It's still kind of confusing to me because I could have sworn that they were only there in 2023. <laughs> So, like, to hear that they're, like, a full year old now is kind of weird.
0: So, is this one of those groups that kind of debuted since you started being into K-pop?
1: Maybe. I don't know. Because, like, I had never heard of them until their song Cupid blew up.
0: Mm, right. Okay. Because, like,
1: from what I can remember, they have, like, how many songs do they have? See, because, look, under Spotify, it says fifty-fifty, but it's only Kina.
0: Oh, they're only showing the one that's left. Yeah. Also, I find it interesting seeing that their name is spelled out. I kind of just, for some reason, expected it to be numerical mm. rather than using letters.
1: Well, they do actually have a song in the Barbie movie, which is surprising, I guess.
0: Well, maybe that's part of the reason why they became as popular as they did, because that was a very popular movie. I haven't seen it. I don't think you've seen it either. No. Even. Like, we're the only two people in this family that haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Someday we're going to have to sit down and watch it together.
1: Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to be in the barbie movie if their song didn't go viral because like
0: oh so it was a popular song before they were put in the barbie movie. yeah probably probably put in the movie because of that popularity yeah because
1: like if they were going to put a k-pop group in the barbie movie it probably would have been like bts or blackpink because apparently other people think that those are like the only k-pop groups
0: well certainly the ones with the most like name recognition i guess yeah
1: Or, like, maybe even just one member of the group. For example, Jungkook has been going kind of viral, I guess, because his whole, like, solo career Mm -hmm. is happening now, and so, like, maybe he would have been featured instead of 50-50. Yeah. But also, I'm curious, because I can't remember if the legal battle started before they were in the Barbie movie or after, because I don't remember if it was all members or just Kina. Yeah. There hasn't really been much information, I guess, that I've gotten about, like, how this is going to end.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because,
1: like, if it's just the one member, then wouldn't they just change the name from 5050 to Kina as a soloist? I suppose,
0: yeah, as a solo artist, that makes a lot of sense, too, to go in that direction.
1: Like, unless they're going to either get the members back or get completely new members.
0: Yeah, and... I mean, I can think of lots of examples of bands who, in their later years, change a lot of people. So, like, maybe only the lead singer is the same person from the original lineup, but not usually the case in a group that's only, like, a year old.
1: Yeah. But it's also kind of like the new Beatles song. Not all of the Beatles are still there to sing it. So, like, would it be different if all of them were still alive?
0: Yeah. Probably. And in the context of like a K pop group, if they're going to continue on performing the songs from before, do they just ignore it and have the new people sing the same parts and yeah. just forget about who sang them before? Yeah. I was just talking with your mother about a similar situation because um she had seen that TLC was on tour again and uh, yeah. one of the members of T L C has passed away and so we were trying to figure out how they continue to perform when one third of them is not available. Yeah. And they've pledged that they're never going to replace her. So uh, what I read ultimately online was that like when they do perform those songs in concert, they just use a recording of her. I'm, of course, referring to Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Cool. Anyway, we're not talking about TLC. We're talking about 50-50. So what else do I need to know about 50-50?
1: Well, I feel like they don't really have much else to talk about, I guess.
0: I guess if there's not much new happening because of the controversy, and uh, they only have a year's worth of work to draw from. Yeah. But they certainly have some songs that I can listen to, so Mm -hmm. tell me some songs that I should listen to.
1: Well, of course, Cupid. Either versions of it, I guess.
0: Yeah, maybe this is an interesting opportunity for me to explore... The differences between the versions
1: yeah other than the fact that the twin version is in english which is like the biggest difference i guess Mm, sure and um maybe higher their debut song okay yeah i don't know i don't really feel like they have a lot of songs
0: yeah maybe that's true okay well that's fine um that's a couple to listen to Mm -hmm. give me something to react to who are we going to talk about next week Vicha. Vicha,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Am I saying that right? I think so. All right. Well, I look forward to learning about them. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, till next time, when we talk about Vicha, everybody listening out there can uh, send us some email. Yeah. Maybe ask us a question. Give us a comment. You can contact us at kpopforoldpeople at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or leave a comment on one of our, our YouTube videos. Yep. But that's it for this time, I think. So thanks to everybody for listening. Mm. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Sorry. Annyeong.